what happens to my social security if my spouse dies or if I get divorced? What if I get divorced and then my spouse dies? And does it matter if I get remarried? These are the questions I've been getting for almost a decade. I've been doing social security seminars on teaching people how to maximize their benefits. And these are the types of questions that come up over and over again. And in today's show, I'm going to address these specific questions. Today, we're going to cover social security, marriage, divorce, and death. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, alongside me, Tony Shore, looking happy that we're going to talk about social security, marriage, divorce, and death. And in particular, death. You very look really interested in that, Tony. Super happy topic today. Super upbeat show. We want everyone out there to remain positive. Don't panic, I think is the key. Uh, these are helpful tips. It's all good. These are all things that eventually happen to people. And don't worry, the show won't be as negative as Dan is making it sound. I Actually, Tony, that. it's going to be a great show because I'm going to take a decade's worth of questions that I've been getting at these social security seminars, and I'm going to boil it down into the really the top questions I constantly get asked. The ones that no matter what, no matter who I'm talking to, there's always someone that asks these same questions. And they all have to do about the same topic, which is getting divorced or losing a spouse or how marriage impact social security. So my goal is we can cover all of it today and this will be the one show that people can listen to over and over again or I can direct people to so we'll answer all their questions and then we don't have to talk about it anymore. What do you say? <laughs> I like it and I have questions about that too. So let's dive right in. Uh, what's the first question about social security that you constantly get that you want to address? Well, so a lot of, believe it or not, people are suggesting or asking questions about what classifies them as a spouse. You know, who's my spouse? Who am I, who are my benefits? Who can get my benefits and whose benefits can I get? Which, if you don't know who your spouse is, there's a problem. But I think it goes a little deeper than right. that. <laughs> so we're really, a lot has to do with ex-spouses and so forth. But sure, um, let's talk specifically about a spouse. So a lot of people know that they got, they can get their own social security benefit based on their own work record. They take, you know, all your work history, put it in a magic formula and spit it out. Now, a lot of people don't work or they don't have their own record, so they rely on a spouse. So who can become your spouse? And what do you have to do to classify as a spouse in order to gain benefits? So the first thing you have to do is you have to get married, okay? That's that's number one, right. Tony. Yeah, that's a big um, now. You have a couple of daughters, right? Yes, I do. What's the take on the whole getting married thing? Are you planning on paying for that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever plan on paying for anything. Uh, I just do. Remember, you're on, we're recording this, and I will send this to your daughter. So answer wisely. Yeah, well, they listen sometimes to the show, but uh, yeah, I I don't know how that's going to work. Obviously, tradition would have it. 
the girl's parents pay for the wedding. But, you know, uh, a lot of traditions are changing. <laughs> I'm hoping fast. Hopefully that one will. Just, just yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, we haven't really thought about it. Well, a lot of people, when they get married, you know, they, they don't think about Social Security benefits. Right. <laughs> right. But if you do get married, although I've thought about it, I say, well, you know, what if I married someone that is on Social Security? Can I get benefits? You know, something like that. But, <laughs> you know, that's just the way I think. But how long do you have to be married in order to claim against a spouse? And like I said, if you don't have your own record, you can claim half of your spouse's benefit, whatever they would get at their full retirement age. Um. This is to prevent people from being penniless if they stay at home and, say, raise a family while their spouse works. Sure. Which was much more common years ago. Now we have a lot of dual-earning spouses, so it doesn't apply as much, but it's still relevant. You have to be married for one year in order to claim spousal benefits. So you can't just get married and then immediately start claiming half of your Social Security benefit off of your spouse. You have to be married for a year before you do that. So that's that's one little tidbit that people don't realize. Now sure. people say to me, okay, um, I get my spouse's half of my spouse's benefit, but what if my spouse dies? What happens there? And this is, this is a biggie because, um, it's going to happen, right? Someone's going to die. Um, and when you're planning social security benefits, you plan based on your own record, but you also need to factor in your spouse. If you lose a spouse at that point, you can claim your own Social Security benefit or your spouse's benefit, whichever one's, whichever's higher. Meaning if you're both on Social Security and say, Tony, you're making $2,000 a year a month in Social Security and your wife is making $1,000 a month in Social Security and you pass away, your wife is going to lose one of those benefits and she's going to lose whichever one's lower. So she would give up her own and claim yours. You don't sure. get both. Okay. So a lot of people. So think you are going to lose one of those social security benefits, but you're going to lose the lower of the two. That's the only advantage. That's right. So you know, there's been a lot of gray divorces, and there's been a lot of um, gray marriages, and that's just you know people getting married past re retirement age. You know, in their sixties. If your spouse dies, and you haven't been married for a year, do you get? Social Security benefits. What would you say, Tony? Uh, if you've been married, let's say, six months and your spouse would unfortunately happen to pass away, um, I would say, from what you said earlier, no, but I would hope that there's a, there's a caveat in there that you would. <laughs> yes, there is. If you're married for nine months. So ah, nine so months. So now it's nine. For for a widow or widower's benefit, for survivor benefits. So it's if you're alive, you have to be married for a year to get spousal benefits while you're both alive. But if one of them, one of the spouses dies, they have to have been married for nine months before they can claim the spousal um, survivor benefit. Hmm. Unless there's children involved. Unless there's children involved. If there's a child involved, foster or you know you adopted or you had a child, then you get it, even if you were married less than nine. Oh, or, okay. or Tony, if you die from an accident. So if oh, it's natural okay. causes, that's one thing. But if it's an accident, it's another. Who's the check? I don't know. I haven't had to deal with that, luckily. Wow, yeah. It sounds like it can get complicated, as is pretty much everything the government regulates, right? 
That's right. And, yeah. and you know, social security planning is very easy for me because I use software, but where it gets intricate and tricky is when you're married. Now, if you, if you say to me, I'm a single person, what do I do about social security? We could do a simple cost benefit analysis, a timeline, break even, and boom, you get, there you go. But if you're married, all of a sudden it gets a little more intricate because you have to factor in the other spouse. And in general, you're going to want to maximize one spouse and let the other person start early. Because like I said, if one of you dies, you at least get to keep the higher of the two. So you want to have one that's as high as possible. So you don't want to both file at 62 and take reduced benefits. What you're suggesting is in most, not in every case, but in some cases, you'd probably want to one spouse to wait to file and let it build up because it rolls up at six to 8% a year. Right. And, and, and just uh, have the one social security income. And then that way the other social security will build up. Right. Right. And, and you're, you're playing off of each other that way. And then usually the other person can take it early to get that money in. Sometimes you have both delay. It depends a lot on wh- whether or not you're working how long you expect to live, your lifestyle. How much you already have saved in your right, 401k right. or your accounts, yeah. But in general, um, you want to try and maximize one of them. Now, here's where it gets, where I get a lot of questions, and it's typically um, has to do with an ex-spouse and also uh, uh, someone that lost their spouse. So let's talk about an ex-spouse, okay? So now we're talking about divorce. Divorce, and and. This is important to know because I would argue that uh, a divorced spouse or a widow or a widower has to really focus in on this because it makes a big difference. Losing a spouse, whether through divorce or just through death, can be very financially taxing. So they need to be attuned to this. And that's why a lot of um, divorcees attend my seminars because they want this guidance. So in order to um, claim against your spouse, you have to be married or you could be divorced, but you have to have been married for 10 years consecutively. Oh, wow. Consecutively. Okay. So you can't play off an ex-spouse if you got divorced after two years, meaning you can't take a 50% uh, of their benefit or... Um, any of their survivor benefit if you weren't married for more than 10 years. So what you're saying, Dan, is if you've been married nine years and things aren't looking good in the relationship, just hang on, hang on for that extra year. Instead of saying it's for the children, it's it's for the Social Security. It's for the Social Security benefit. I I make light of it, and I shouldn't. It's a serious situation, and, and you hope you don't ever have to go through it, but so many people end up having to deal with that, and that is a serious question. You want to make sure that you're able to live in retirement and have enough money. And so, unfortunately, you have to look at things like Social Security uh, in a divorce situation. That's right. You need to. And and totally serious. If you're at that nine-year mark um, and you're working through it, you might be able to delay the paperwork or whatever it needs to happen just to get past that 10-year mark because now you've opened up the potential to claim spousal benefits, even as an ex-spouse or uh, survivor benefits if that person dies. And I, I do want to talk about that as well. So 
Um, but also, if you're divorced, you can't claim against an ex-spouse if you get remarried before age 60. So you can remarry after 60 and still claim against an ex-spouse. But oh, if you wow. remarry before and you're currently married, then yeah, that's not going to work um, if you get married before 60. So that's another factor is if you're 59 and you're thinking about getting married and you have an ex-spouse, you may consider waiting until age 60 to get married so that you still have those other windows. So it does get a little tricky. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like the idea of getting married or divorced or whatever based on social security benefits, but it's, no. you know, it's another factor, especially for those that need the income. So yeah. just, just so we're clear when you, when you have a spouse and you don't have your own record, you're entitled to 50% or half of what their full retirement age benefit would be. So whichever is higher. So if you're only going to make 500 bucks a month on your social security, your spouse is making 2,500. So half of theirs is 1250. You'll get the step up to 1250. So there is a lot of money to be thought about here. And like I said, if, if, if you, if your spouse dies, you get whichever one's higher. Now what happens if the ex spouse dies? That's an interesting question. Oh, okay. All right. So now let's let we gotta we gotta clarify here. You've been married for ten years, and now you're yep. divorced, Tony. Yep. You're you're now you know sixty two years old, and your ex spouse dies. What happens here? I can still file uh, and make a claim on their social security just as if they were alive. Yes. So. Okay. Well, no, 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 oh. as if, as if they were, as if you were married. So if your ex-spouse dies and you're say 62, in fact, you could do this at age 60. They lower the, the age. Normally you can't take social security benefits until age 62, but if you lose a spouse or an ex-spouse, you can claim at 60 and you'd be claiming a survivor benefit. Remember how you can claim the higher of the two? So theoretically, if your ex-spouse dies and you were married for more than 10 years, you are a widow or widower and you can claim survivor benefits. Yeah. Pe people don't realize that. Mm. So um, at age 60, you can claim against a deceased spouse. Now, a lot of questions about this area. What does this mean? What do I get? You're going to get a reduction. You're not going to get the full benefit. So if you claim at 60, you're going to get a lot less than you would get if you claimed at your full retirement age. Let's right. say your full retirement age is 67 because that more and more people, that's the new retirement age now. People that are getting closer to retirement, 67 is the retirement age. Somewhere between 66 and 67. Right. So if you, if you wait till 67 and your ex-spouse dies, you'll get 100% of that benefit. But if you take it at 60, you're going to get less you're going to get less than 70 percent of that benefit you're going to get a reduction right. of yeah 30, a big 30 percent or more right yeah that's not good so so basically though my question is let's say my spouse dies or uh i i'm divorced and uh my my spouse that I, my ex-spouse dies uh, and then i start collecting let's say i'm 62 or 60 and i collect off their social security benefit claim on their benefit I can't, when I turn 62 or 66, then turn on my own benefit. I've mm -hmm. already started and that's, that's what I get is what I get. 
or can I then collect on my own Social Security as well? Yes, you can switch. Now, normally you can't switch. You know, once you make an election, you can't switch. And they changed right. the rules in 2015 where you can't file and suspend and do all those fun stuff. But they leave survivor benefits, um, particularly for widows or widowers, they leave the ability to switch back to your own. So you can do it a couple different ways. At 60, you could claim a spousal benefit, survivor benefit, because your ex-spouse of more than 10 years or your current spouse died. And then at full retirement age, you could switch to your own because theoretically yours might be higher and you'd get 100% of your own at that point. Now, um, you could do the reverse. Let's say that your, your deceased spouse has a high record and you really want that for later and you don't want to take it at 60 because you don't want to get a reduction in it. You can wait till you claim on your own benefit at 62 and claim that and claim that until you hit your full retirement age, say 67, and then switch to the survivor benefit of your deceased spouse. Uh, so wow. you, you can, you got to do the math, which is the best way to go about doing it. Um, and so, I was told there would be no math, which is why I have you. You're the guy that can do the math for us. And I used to do it by pencil and paper, but now I use software to do it. So it's all easy for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think, you know, and I don't want anyone to think that I work for the social security office. I have my son, one of my kids do the disclaimer at the end that talks about that. Yeah. There are so many intricacies here and you're going to get misinformation from all sorts of people. And some of the times I'll stumble on things, but the key is we run through the numbers in the software. So you have it in front of you so that you go to the social security office with paper, writing things down and you have all the numbers in front of you and say, Hey, can I do this and this? And they'll walk you through it because sometimes the people there may not know about all the intricacies. So you have to educate yourself and go in with the right answers. And yes, I like math and you might not. And if you're listening, you might say, I don't know this math. What did, did you just say? I can get my ex-spouse. Uh, I don't, you know, well, I'll put it in writing for you in paper that you could take with you. And then you can reference when you're having the conversation with the social security office. That's the yeah. And I love it. the fact that you'll run that social security maximization report for our listeners at no cost. All they have to do is uh, come in and see you and set up an appointment to meet with you. I think that's great. And, and yeah, you, you don't work for and aren't endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency, but uh, you do, you are very knowledgeable when it comes to Social Security and you've been doing this a long time and you have that proprietary software where you enter people's personal data and it, it really gives the sweet spot where if you file here, that's how you're going to get the most based on the information we have. And I, I think that's great because people leave tens of thousands of dollars, if not over $100,000 in some case over a lifetime on the table that they could have had, but they didn't because they didn't maximize their social security, correct? That's right. And so especially people that lose a spouse, whether through divorce or through you know death, and they, they have more opportunities to maximize their social security than their counterparts that are married, believe it or not. There's more flexibility there because the social security office knows that they are more than likely in need of financial assistance at that point. Losing a spouse can be very expensive. So um, you have to really take it seriously and maximize your benefits as much as possible. A few other 
questions that I get related to this, Tony, from um, particularly from people that are divorced. Uh, can I claim against an ex-spouse if they're not 62? Can So I'm 66. I want to claim half my uh, ex-spouse, um, but they're 58. Can I do that? No, you can't. Your ex-spouse has to be able to be 62. I have a uh, gentleman. So they client. themselves have to be eligible for Social Security. Right. And be at the right age before you can collect on their Social Security benefit. Right. Or, you know, because then you'd have all the 70 year old women looking to marry you, Tony, so they could start claiming off your record. Right. Well, sure. But, you, but you'll say, I'm not. Record. You know, <laughs> I've got an attractive record. A couple, <laughs> very. Right. And so, um, so they have to be 62. I have a guy who, a client who is, um, he's 67 now. He wants to claim against his ex-spouse while he lets his continue to roll up till age 70. And he can't because his ex-spouse is not yet 62. But as soon as she turns 62, he's going to claim hers against hers. And then he's going to switch to his own at 70. Wow. So he's he's just chomping at the bit for her to age. Well, um, that's what he gets for robbing the cradle, though. Right? Right? This is, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah. Or you got to be the other way around. Um, also, you have to be divorced two years before you can file against an ex. So you can't just oh, get married really? and then oh, divorce. Okay. Right. So there's I'm glad a little... you mentioned that. Cause that's, I mean, obviously I'm not divorced and I'm not worried about that, but, uh, for those who, who might be, or end up in that situation, that's good to know. So you have to wait two years after the divorce before you can file as well against them, unless they've already filed. So if you divorce and they're already on social security, yeah, you can claim, but if they're not yet filed for social security and you get divorced, you can't file against them because you can file against an ex-spouse whether or not they file. See, that's another question I get. Okay. And it doesn't affect how much they get either. Exactly. And they won't even know so it's about not it. Like you're, a lot of this, I think people are out there thinking, well, I don't want to take my, I, you know, I, I'm not married to them, but I don't want to take their money that they need to live on. Of course, some might want to do that, but uh, the thing is, right. is uh, you're not taking their money. You're just you're both can make the money off of it. And it's not it's not reducing the benefit they get if you file on their Social Security. Right. Right. And and they could be remarried. It doesn't matter. You're not taking against from their new spouse or their kids or anything like that. You it's separate. So it's just a formula at that point. So, oh, yeah, that's a big question I get. So I can claim against my ex-spouse. And will he know that I'm claiming against it? No. Um, what if he gets remarried? Doesn't matter. What if he what if he gets remarried a divorce again? Doesn't matter. He can so you can have multiple um ex spouses claiming against your record and it doesn't impact yours. Yeah, imagine yeah. the Larry King scenario. Yeah, right. We'd need a two, we'd need a four hour show just to sort that all out. <laughs> imagine if you were his financial advisor or uh, for some of his ex-spouses. I mean, what's he been married now, eight times? Or Yeah, but he, they ought to be 10 years in order for them to uh, to go, right? Yeah, well, he's old enough. He could have been married eight times for 10 years. I, I think four four is the max, <laughs> that if you play your cards right, you might be able to get four different spouses to work off of. <laughs> yeah, that now, would be tough. And you don't, get to pick, you don't get to combine them all. You only get to pick the highest. Yeah. That's another yeah. question I get. Oh, you know. We'll call that the both? Larry King scenario. Yes, we should do a show on that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're kind of doing that now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, regarding Social Security, but, you know, when it comes to retirement planning and spousal benefits uh, the and divorce, how divorce affects finances, we could, you could write a book called The Larry King Scenario. That's right. What to do about your finances in a divorce. <laughs> right, I don't know if Larry exactly. King would appreciate that, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I I bet you it would be interesting to do case studies on his ex-wives. You know how much are they get in social yeah. security and what you know. This one should have waited out. Got divorced again. Mm. I heard something in the news not long ago, like a month ago. Uh, I can't believe it. I don't think he needs to worry about social security though. No, hopefully not. So, well, or his spouses probably. So, uh, well, this has been a great topic, but we're out of time. Dan, is there anything else you want to share? Maybe let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation and get that social security maximization report. Yeah, I do a lot of social security seminars, but sometimes you just can't make it. You know, the timing isn't right, but you can still get a social security maximization report at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. You can connect with me that way. I have software that you can work. Um, it's not very difficult. I don't need much information. You could just connect with me, call me. I'll give you the number. It's 888-508-5935. Say, hey, Dan, I want that social security report. I'll get some information from you and I'll be able to send it out. Sometimes you may not know certain things about your ex-spouse, but that's okay. We could still do some scenarios and you could do some planning, especially if you lost a spouse you need to know these things because you might be missing out of money as you just sit and wait to figure things out. Um, it's very important to take it seriously, like I said, and understand that there are some intricacies when it comes to marriage, death, and divorce. A quick story to end, Tony. I had a couple come to my seminar and they said, can you help my mom? Um, her, her mom was 80, I'd think 82. And she said, my mom doesn't have social security because she, um, she lost her husband when he was in his 50s, and she never had her own record. Um, can she claim against her de- deceased husband? I said, of course she can. I said, unless she's remarried. And they said, yes, she is remarried. I said, well, then she can claim against her current spouse. And she said, well, her current spouse doesn't have Social Security record either. He's not a U.S. citizen. And so mm. long story short, um, the recommendation, not directly from me, but it was just, I said, maybe perhaps you get divorced and stay together. And in fact, that's what her 82 year old mother did. She got divorced from her current spouse, stayed together, but on paper divorced, opening up the window for her to claim the spousal survivor benefit from her first husband. She just didn't know she could do that. And now she's getting extra money. And just thanks to me just giving her that a little tidbit of information. Um, I'm not recommending people go out and get divorced, but something to think about, Tony. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're not. And, uh, you know, the tough topic talking about uh, the passing of a spouse or what to do when you get married or uh, the death of an ex-spouse or divorce. But I'm glad you covered this topic. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. 
The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.